0: This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 25th of October. Justin, Victorian police have seized $100,000 worth of stolen Lego. <laughs> it's suspected to be the proceeds of crime and connected to a $27 million money laundering operation Ooh. or potentially someone planning to compete in the Lego Master series. Hard to know. <laughs> Brett, Elon Musk could become the world's first trillionaire and it's not because of Tesla. What? It's thanks to his private space exploration company, SpaceX. Mm, that's Right. Morgan Stanley predicts the company could be valued at $200 billion one day. Nike Justin. Three lofty stories today. Let's do it. For our first. Australia's three major supermarkets are rolling out vaccine mandates. No thanks to the <laughs> Aussie government. This affects a whole lot of workers, B man. So, what is the story? So, Woolworths, Coles, Audi, yep. they're Australia's three biggest supermarket chains. And they've got more than 250,000 workers across the three companies. And collectively, Justin, the supermarkets service pretty much the Entire population. (laughs) Yeah. Between the special buys at Aldi, the burger sauce at Coles, (laughs) or the party pies at Woolies, Mm -hmm. we've all been there. And as the nation comes out of lockdown, all three supermarket chains are introducing their own vaccine mandate, and they're all taking their own action so they can help employees feel safe coming into work because the government hasn't set their own policy. So what's the key learning here? The corporate world is having to set the agenda because the government hasn't really given a clear guide yet. We know that coming out of lockdowns was dependent on people getting vaccinated. what people do once they come out of lockdown is largely up to the businesses they work for. Or the cafes that they go to. And kind of like the government's approach to climate change, it hasn't really been developed yet. And just like Coles has had to set its own sustainability targets, Mm -hmm. it's also setting its own vaccine targets. So that means big businesses have been left to lay down their own laws to make sure their staff and customers are safe. But even the crew at these large businesses with all the resources to figure it out, they're struggling to come up with a solution. And if it's tough for them, Brett, it's going to be even tougher for small business owners. Amen. For our second story, EA Games and FIFA are ending their three-decade-long relationship, Ooh. which has produced some of the all-time great <laughs> video games. Uh, Brett, reminds me of our childhood. I was Chelsea, you were Man United, <laughs> and I always won. <laughs> what is the story? Not true, Flux fam. So EA, which stands for Electronic Arts, it's the American video game company. It's worth thirty-nine billion US dollars and it's famous for producing some of our favourite games. I'd be talking The Sims, mm-hmm. I'd be talking Need for Speed, And of course, FIFA. EA Sports, it's in the game. Now, FIFA, or the Federation Internationale de Football Association, it's kind of like the United Nations of soccer. And FIFA and EA have been partners since 1993 and been producing world-class soccer video games for people around the world. We're talking sales of more than 20 billion US dollars for EA. And Brett, FIFA's cashed in too. They've made around 150 million US dollars per year from the licensing agreement. But according to reports in the New York Times, Justin, the pair, they're going to call it quits. FIFA reportedly wants more money from EA. And EA wants to use FIFA's name for new ventures. But Brett, negotiations just aren't working out. So FIFA wants to find a partner that lets it tap into in-game microtransactions. Interesting. So what's the key learning here? In-game microtransactions are purchases of virtual items for small amounts of cash. You know, pay a few bucks and get a cool avatar. Pay a few bucks to get more dribbling skills or more (laughs) weapons. And everybody's happy. (laughs) And why has this become such a sticking point for EA? Well, Justin, historically, gaming companies had a few revenue streams. One, the actual sale of the game. And two, ads within the game. But microtransactions have completely changed the game, particularly for free-to-play games. And now, video game companies could generate more revenue and give gamers, I guess, greater flexibility over how they play. Mm. We've seen it work with Fortnite, with Roblox, and now it could work with EA too. Mm. For our third and final story, Snapchat has announced that Apple's new privacy terms have really hurt their ad revenues. Oh boy, oh boy. Another one bites the dust, Brett. Tell us more. So Snapchat is the social media app that lets users share pictures with one another and then they disappear. Mm -hmm. It's also now a major content producer. It's got tons of new partnerships with media outlets who fill the Snap Stories page. Now, for context, in April this year, Apple switched its advertising metrics on its iPhones. And Fluxam, you would know about it because every time you open an app, you would have been faced with an option to let the app track your activity or not. And Snapchat said the changes made it difficult for ad partners to manage and measure their ad campaigns for iPhones. And that resulted in Snapchat missing their revenue targets and their share price dropped 25%. Wow, Justin. So what's the key learning here? Apple's new ad changes are causing chaos for businesses that sell ads online, like Snapchat. You see, this new feature, Justin, it's called app tracking transparency. If iPhone users said, ask app not to Track, then app makers can't track their customers who are using the data in their app. Or sell to other companies. <laughs> but the changes have also made it harder and more expensive for ad networks, like Snapchat, to target customers. Which also impacts small businesses that rely on targeted ad campaigns. And Brett, Snap missed its revenue target by 300 million US dollars. So this is just a little preview of what might be to come for other businesses that sell ads online. Flux family, we just wanted to say how much we appreciate it that you spend five minutes with us every day and if you appreciate the podcast as well we'd love if you could give us a five-star rating and review on apple podcasts and if you want we can even give you a cheeky shout out if you want thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow